Hello, everyone. My name is Eric McRae. I am your recovery coach. This is Victorious for Life Podcast. The name of this episode is called Overcoming Depression. Once again, Overcoming Depression. Father God, I come before you, Lord Jesus, sincerely asking you to please forgive me, your manservant, Eric McRae, for my sins, the sins that I'm aware of and the sins I'm currently unaware of. I pray that this episode here will encourage the listeners, whether they are currently experiencing depression or they may know someone that is currently dealing with depression. I pray that the words that's coming out my mouth will inspire, enlighten, and encourage and help start the process of restoration or to help this person to restore, to recover. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Depression is real, people. Let's keep that in mind. It's real. It happens all the time. People have been experiencing depression for decades. They say, they mean in society, say that from the months of September to December, people tend to fall into deep depression around the holidays for various different reasons. Well, I'm here to tell you that people can be depressed from January all the way to December, from January through December. There was times in my life where I experienced depression. For those that don't know, I actually was diagnosed with severe depression from a psychologist or psychiatrist, excuse me, psychiatrist years ago, around either 2007 or 2008, I was diagnosed with severe depression. I've actually dealt with depression for years, even as a teenager. I remember going or attending mental health clinics, As a teenager, I actually had suicidal thoughts as a teenager, never acted upon the suicidal thoughts until 1996. I actually made a suicidal attempt. I was currently at that time, 1996, I was taking antidepressants, which was called Prozac, I believe. Prozac or Respital, one of those antidepressants. And I was... I was depressed at a very high level. Of course, the devil, demonic forces, they were fully aware of my mental, emotional, spiritual state. So it was nothing for them to encourage me to take my life out. And I actually thought about this the other day. And I'm like, imagine if the devil would have won and I would have actually successfully killed myself that would have been beyond a nightmare 18 years old still don't know nothing about life and I'm in hell my soul would have been in hell all over the place ignorant insane anything and everything that is negative that's a nightmare that would not stop that's repeated nightmare That scared me when I thought about it. It scares me now that I think about it now. To God be the glory that I didn't successfully kill myself. I swallowed 15 or maybe 16 pills and my stomach was hurting very badly. And I told my mom about it. I told my mother what I did. She suggested that I call the ambulance. That's all she said, call the police. So I called the ambulance to make a long story short. 
the ambulance had picked me up, took me to the crisis unit in, at the hospital. And they told me to drink charcoal that was in a, um, what's that? It was in like a milkshake. It was, the charcoal was in a milkshake form format. It was in a milkshake form. And it was in a large styrofoam cup. And I had to drink, it was a very large cup. And I had difficulties finishing swallowing the charcoal. So they forced me down and put a tube in my, what, my nose and, they forced me to drink the charcoal. The purpose of that is so the charcoal can absorb the medication. So they solved that problem. And eventually I was in the in a site unit within the hospital for uh, maybe like two weeks, a week or two weeks. When I got out of the hospital, nothing didn't change. That was the first and only time that I actually had a suicidal attempt, but there were several times in my life I had suicidal thoughts. I was just too afraid to act upon it. I was too afraid to act upon the, you know, the thoughts to turn into a reality. And I thank God that that fear is what paralyzed me. And I also wanted to live. So I want to read the scripture from Psalms Chapter 9, verse 9, and this is coming from the Amplified Bible because this scripture really helped me out. It's helping me, period. Even though I don't suffer from depression at that magnitude, I thank God I don't. However, depression sometimes still creeps back up in my life. I just thank the Lord that I have tools. I've learned tools over the years to help me to counteract depression thoughts, depression emotions or anything that relates to depression. So what I've learned, I definitely want to to pass that along in this episode here on Victorious for Life podcast to the listeners so you can actually d- learn tools to counteract depression thoughts as well. Psalms chapter 9 verses 9. This is coming from the Amplified Bible. I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. The Lord also will be a refuge and a stronghold for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. Once again, Psalms chapter nine, verse nine, the Lord also will be a refuge and a stronghold for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. So a refuge is a safe place, shelter, protection. That's what a refuge is. The Lord Jesus Christ had the ability to rescue any and everybody that's oppressed, depressed, suicidal, whatever a person may be going through that relates to depression. You know, when I say whatever a person may be going through, what I'm saying is that this series of events that that tends to take place that triggers a person to become depressed or oppressed in the first place. A lot of people have their own stories. I'm more familiar with my story, obviously, because I can only speak for myself. I experienced depression, like I mentioned, the series of events that took place. I would keep it short and brief. I was bullied a lot. I was teased. I was teased for my accent when I relocated from North Carolina and relocated to New Jersey. 
A lot of people teased me for having a Southern accent. It was a lot that I went through. I temporarily dropped out of school. I was in my senior year in high school and I ended up taking homeschool because I couldn't handle being in school with other students because I was different. And being judged because you're different and I wasn't never a hood or anything that's ghetto related that was never part of my personality. I was more of a poindexter, still am. It was it was difficult because I hated myself because other people made me feel or they expressed to me how being a poindexter was a turnoff without them even saying that. So I experienced having a identity crisis because I was surrounded by people that attacked it, attacked, excuse me, who I was verbally. And it took me years for me to develop into the man that I am today to realize, to learn how to to accept me for who I am, to learn how to be free in the skin that, I, that I'm in. And that's why I really advocate strongly for not only people that are currently depressed, but people that are different, people who have been teased and bullied because of the fact that they're different. A lot of times people, they tease me or they may tease other people because secretly they wish they could be you. They wish that they could have the courage that you have, the mindset, the level of intelligence that you have. A lot of people, they wish they had that. So instead of being man or woman enough to ask me or someone else that they secretly envy to teach them or to help them to have level of intelligence or to help them in any kind of way, whatever, whatever someone is, is secretly jealous over you far as you having any type of characteristics that they admire and they wish that they had those characteristics instead of asking, can you help me to have those kind of characteristics that you currently currently displaying? What they tend to do is to judge you, attack you. Again, Psalms chapter nine, verses nine. And this is from the Amplified Bible. I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. The Lord also will be a refuge and a stronghold for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. So I noticed that refuge is mentioned twice in this verse. The Lord also would be a refuge and a stronghold for the oppressed. So stronghold. So refuge is, like I mentioned before, represents shelter. It represents protection. It represents a place of peace. Stronghold is like a tight grip. A tight grip that's very powerful, that's very strong. So not only the Lord will provide shelter for those who are oppressed, but the Lord will make sure that Jesus holds on to you as well. Make sure that you're safe at a whole nother level. A refuge in times of trouble. So we all tend to have moments where we are experiencing times of trouble. So I'm going to read this again one last time. Psalms chapter 9, verse 9. Amplified Bible. The Lord also would be a refuge and a stronghold for the oppressed. A refuge in times of trouble. 
Lord Jesus, I come before you asking you once again to please forgive me for my sins, the sins that I'm aware of and the sins that I'm currently unaware of. I thank you for the scripture, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you have been a refuge for me and a stronghold for me. I've experienced being oppressed, depressed. I thank you, Lord, for being a refuge for me in, in, in times of trouble. I experienced trouble plenty of times. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that the listeners, whoever is listening to this episode here on Victorious for Life podcast, I pray that you let them know that you are a refuge and a stronghold for them, Lord Jesus, whether they are oppressed or depressed or nothing may not be wrong with them at the moment. Still, you are still motivated to be a refuge and a stronghold for anyone that's listening to this episode here on Victorious for Life podcast, regardless of what spiritual state they're currently in. You are motivated to be a refuge to them when they experience times of trouble, which we all do. I pray that they, the listeners, will leave this episode expired. They will currently experience inspiration with this episode. I pray that my testimony will help others. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. I really do pray that my testimony will help others because if there's anyone that can relate to being depressed, it's myself. On that note, my name is Eric McRae. I am your recovery coach. And you have once again listened to Victorious for Life podcast. God bless you. Hello, everyone. My name is Eric McRae. I am your recovery coach. This is Victorious for Life podcast. The name of this episode is called Loneliness. Once again, Loneliness. Lord Jesus, I sincerely come before you, Lord, asking you to please forgive me for my sins. Please forgive me for the sins that I'm aware of, Lord Jesus, and the sins that I'm currently unaware of as well. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you help me, utilize me, Lord Jesus, to say inspiration words that can help counteract loneliness thoughts, loneliness emotions, help a person to feel safe and comfortable in their own company, but most importantly, in the company of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Loneliness is a realistic emotion, a thought process. It's a lot that comes in with loneliness. You can actually be in a room with multiple people and still experience loneliness. That's interesting. I thought about it because there's times where I actually experience loneliness myself. So I found this scripture that relates to loneliness, and I just wanted to read it. This is coming from the Message Bible, Psalms chapter 34, verse 18. If your heart is broken, you'll find God right there. If you're kicked in the gut, he'll help you catch your breath. Once again, Psalms chapter 34, verse 18, and this is the Message Bible. If your heart is broken, you'll find God right there. If you're kicked in the guts, 
he'll help you catch your breath. That's deep. That's coming from the Message Bible. So if a person is kicked in the gut, Jesus will help you to catch your breath. Wow. You can't get no more reinsurance than that from a a spirit that is built to be a safety net to those that are in need. Wow. Who wouldn't serve a God like this? This is interesting. Loneliness can be dangerous if a person remains in a lonely state for a long period of time because Satan, demonic forces tend to play mind games with people that are lonely. Satan, demonic forces, they make an effort to take your mind or to just overall manipulate you mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And I don't want that to happen to nobody. What I believe that people can do is that you have to do things that's going to counteract loneliness or anything that relates to being lonely. And sometimes allowing yourself to be around other people is not going to necessarily become or be an antidote for loneliness. Sometimes that's not the case. Normally what I do, or at least I believe that it's necessary for someone to do when they experience loneliness, is to pray to Jesus Christ and express to Jesus Christ what you're really going through. If you feel lonely, then it makes sense to express that to Jesus Christ and ask Jesus Christ to fill the atmosphere where you're located at with the spirit, spirit of the Lord. And there's no way in the world that you as a person won't be lonely. Even if you feel lonely after you pray to Jesus Christ. I was told that we're never lonely. That Jesus will never leave us nor forsake us. And sometimes it may be hard for people to believe that. Because we believe what we see, we believe what we feel as people. And I was told that feelings are not 100% facts. We cannot necessarily base Jesus Christ on our emotions only, or what we feel, or at least what we think we feel. Because sometimes our feelings can deceive us. I'm read this scripture again. It's very important for the listeners to understand the antidote to loneliness or anything that relates to being lonely. This is coming from the Message Bible, Psalms chapter 34, verse 18. If your heart is broken, you'll find God right there. If you're kicked in the guts, he'll help you catch your breath. There have been plenty of times where I have been kicked in the gut and I'm not necessarily literally talking about from a physical sense, more spiritual. So this scripture can go either way. 
I believe that this scripture is really talking about spiritual, not necessarily someone kicked in the gut from a physical sense. And it could be either way, either or. I just know that being kicked in the gut doesn't necessarily mean physical all, all, you know, all the time. But um, Jesus had helped me to breathe, helped me to gather my thoughts, helped me to bounce back, helped me to get myself together when I was spiritually kicked in the gut. So I'm just here to offer encouragement to the listeners that when you do experience loneliness, whether you're single or whether you're married, regardless of which state you're at, not necessarily state as United States, but just your spiritual state overall. Jesus is the number one antidote of loneliness. You have to do things that's going to counteract loneliness thoughts. That way you don't have to remain or stay in a loneliness state of mind. Because if you stay there too long, I'm telling you, it's very dangerous. Loneliness can breed depression. It can breed fear, confusion, anxiety, amongst other negative emotions. That's why it's never good to remain in a loneliness state or a lonely state, state of mind for a long period of time. It's dangerous because it's like, it could be like something similar to being trapped or falling into a uh, a dark hole and there's no there's no ending. You just falling, 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 and there's no bottom to catch you or to stop the fall itself. It just says straight fall and and the gravity is pulling you and you're falling very fast. So. Maybe I'm too deep for some people. The point is that loneliness is something that us as people, we have to recognize when we are experiencing loneliness, what we need to do to counteract that. Praying to Jesus Christ, reading scriptures, reading, listening, overall just being active, doing something that's optimistic that can bring light to us that can enlighten us is something that's necessary. On that note, I'm going to close. Father God, I come before you, Lord Jesus, and I thank you so much for this opportunity for me to present another powerful episode on Victorious Full Life Podcast. And I just pray that the listeners were blessed because I was truly blessed. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.